John chapter 14. This is the passage of scripture. It's on my heart tonight. Appreciate all the good singing. Thank you for giving in the offering. And we'll look at verse number one. It's a familiar text. We'll read these verses. I'll give you the thought and we'll go to the house. John 14 and verse number one. The Bible said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? You know, when you think about this past of Scripture, and you can be seated tonight, Lord, add your blessings to the reading of his word. When you think about this passage of Scripture tonight, uh, the phrase, The first phrase in this text seems to be a phrase that grabs a hold of us no matter how many times we read it, where Jesus makes the statement, let not your heart be troubled. I think one of the reasons that it gets a hold of our heart is because we live in such a troublesome world. Now, it doesn't have to be 2021 uh, to say that. I mean, this world has always been full of trouble. Isn't that right? Uh, Job said in Job chapter 14 and verse number one, that man that's born of a woman is few days and he's full of trouble. Now I wish that uh, that verse read a little bit different. I wish it said that man was full of days and few of trouble but we know that it's just the opposite of that. That when you live down here we live in a troublesome world. Well when we come to this scripture tonight uh, Jesus wants to talk to the disciples because uh, their heart is trouble. They do not understand Calvary. They do not understand what Jesus is about to do and their heart is troubled for the things that they have heard. You know, it's very easy to let what you hear trouble your heart in this hour, amen? And so uh, Jesus gives uh, uh, them some cures in this text for heart trouble. I want to give them to you tonight, four things uh, that will cure heart trouble. I'm just sitting over there and this passage came uh, and these four thoughts came to my heart as I was sitting there and I thought, well, that'll preach just as much as anything else, amen. But there's four things in this text here uh, that will cure heart trouble. Number one, I want to say our faith uh, will cure heart trouble. You know, one of the reasons we don't have to be troubled in this hour is because of our faith. Look at verse number one. Jesus said, ye believe in God, believe also in me. Now the Bible said in Proverbs chapter three and verse number five, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to thine own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path, amen. The Bible said in 1 John five and verse number four, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, amen. Faith will overcome uh, this world. Faith uh, will cast out fear, amen. Whenever Jesus calmed the waters, uh, he looked at the disciples that day and he said, why are you so fearful? He said to them, oh ye of little faith. And you say, but preacher, I don't have a lot of faith and I need more faith. Well, Romans chapter 10 and verse number 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by by the word of God. If you want more faith, read more of the book, amen? Because the more the Bible you put in your heart, the more the Bible you put in your mind, it's a faith builder, amen? The word of God will build faith in your life. And my friend, we don't have to be troubled because of our faith. I wanna say tonight it is a steady faith. Isn't that right? I'm telling you this faith tonight, listen, my faith may go up and down, but God gives every 
man a measure of faith and it's not my faith that's gonna see me to the end but it is the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the Savior's faith. It's a securing faith tonight. It's a sure faith. This faith tonight will stand when everything else is falling apart and Jesus said if you believe in God he said then believe also in me. Whenever that Ethiopian was with Philip and they got, he got to that baptismal hall, he looked at Philip and he said, what doth hinder me from being baptized? And Philip said to him, do you believe? And he said, I like what he said. He said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen. I want to tell you tonight, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. Amen. I want to tell you, it takes faith to say that. It takes faith to see that, but it sure is good to be here tonight and say that my faith is not anchored in this world. It's not anchored in its economy. It's not anchored in its military. It's not anchored in its government. It's not anchored in its system tonight, but my faith is in this old precious book, and it's in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And it will cure heart trouble, not only our faith, but I want to say secondly, our Father. Amen. He said, in my father's house. Amen. Now thank God for the mansions. I'm glad that over yonder somewhere in the father's house there is mansions. But can I tell you something? If heaven had no mansions, I'd still want to go. Wouldn't you? If heaven didn't have a gates of pearl and if heaven didn't have walls of jasper and if heaven didn't have a street of gold, I'd still want to go. Wouldn't you? I'm telling you, if heaven wasn't nothing but an old dirt road, if Jesus was standing at the end of it. That's where I want to go and that's where I'd want to be. Amen. But what's going to make heaven it, my friend, is the Lord Jesus Christ and the fact that it is the Father's house. Amen. You know, evidence of salvation is that you want to be in the Father's house. Before I got saved, I didn't want to go to the Father's house. Before I got saved, I didn't want nothing to do with God. But the Bible said in 1 John chapter number two, and I think it's verse number 20. I may have that verse wrong, but it may be verse number 20. It says that for we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren, amen? I'm telling you evidence of salvation tonight is that you want to go to church, you love the people of God. Hebrews chapter number 10 and verse number 25 said, forsake not the assembling of yourself as the manner of some is, but so much the more exhorting one another as you see the day approaching. Hey, I'm glad tonight it's not I've got to go to church. It's I get to go to church. And there is no place like the Father's house. Amen. David said in Psalms chapter 23 and verse number 6, he said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I'm going to tell you what's going to be good about going to heaven is we're gonna be in the Father's house, hallelujah. That's wonderful. Greatest memories I've ever had and you've had has been in church. 
worshiping with the people of God, going to church. You say, what makes the Father's house so good? It's his presence, amen, and it's his people. I love his presence and I love his people and it's his praise, amen. I, I like to go to church where people praise God, don't you? I, I listen, I don't wanna go to a, a sanctuary that's like a mortuary, amen, I, where everybody's cold and stiff and you think everybody's dead and everybody looks pale and nobody, listen, nobody wants to get excited. Listen, you don't have to act like me and I don't have to act like you, but I wanna go to church where there's some life, amen, and where there's some liberty and where there's some love, amen, and I'm talking about the Father's house. It will cure heart trouble in your life. If you watch the news all week, listen, you'll think this world's coming to an end. But one trip to church, you know what it does? It lifts your spirit. It makes you feel better, doesn't it? Going to church, the Father's house, it cures our trouble, our faith, our Father. And then I want to say our future. Look at verse number two again. He said, in my Father's house are many mansions. Now, what about some people don't believe there's mansions in the Father's house? But look what he said. If it were not so, I would have told you. Let me run one quick rabbit here. I was listening to a, a you know, a theologian, I reckon is what you would call him. It's probably been several months ago. And, uh, and I would listen to him every now and then on the radio. I wouldn't call him a preacher, but he's a theologian, I reckon. You know, Brother Laddie, he got to that verse and he said, now all you people that are King James, I could just feel my blood boiling. He said, I know I hate to disappoint you. He said, and I know you think you're gonna get a, a mansion, but he said, the correct word is rooms. I thought, well, mister, I won't tell you what I thought. But I thought to myself, I hope God's got a good sense of humor. When he gets there, I hope he gets a room. Amen. I'm telling you, I've stayed in enough rooms in my lifetime. It doesn't matter if it's the Marriott. It doesn't matter if it's the Super A. I stayed in a motel the other day. I'm gonna tell you, it make the roaches tremble, amen? I mean, brother, when I walked in, you didn't have to worry about a roach being anywhere around because even they wouldn't stay there. But I'm telling you, it doesn't make no difference if it, what kind of room it is. I mean, a room's a room, amen? But Jesus said, if it were not so, now that may be a lot for Mr. Theologian to believe, but our Lord said, if it were not so, I would have told you. So I'm just gonna take what Jesus said over Dr. Bottle Stopper, amen? I'm just simply saying here, hey, we've got a future, isn't that right? And that future's in verse number three. He said, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am there, you may be also. I wanna say tonight, thank God, what cures my heart in this hour from heart trouble is to know, my friend, that this world is not my home. We're just a passing through. What cures my heart is to know that if in this life only we had hope in Christ, we'd be of all men most miserable. But Brother Avery, we have hope beyond the grave. We have hope beyond this world. It's a better day coming, thank God. We're about to pull out of here. We're fixing to move up on high. We are going to higher ground, thank God. And just any day now, our Lord is coming. And oh, what a future. Oh, what a hope. Oh, what a hope. And that future helps me in this hour. Amen. And it'll cure your heart from trouble. Amen. Our faith, our Father, our future. Amen. We have a future that is beyond this world. And then I want to say our foundation. Amen. 
Look what he said. He said, and whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said in the next verse, our foundation, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I want to tell you tonight, we have a sure foundation, don't we? Our foundation tonight, every hope, every principle, every precept, every doctrine, everything that we believe in this book, I'm gonna tell you, everything the prophets preached about, everything the New Testament taught us about, you know what it's hung on? It's hung on a risen Savior, amen? I'm gonna tell you how I know the Old Testament, New Testament is true, because my friend, between the two of those testaments, there rose a lamb out of Jerusalem. He came, thank God, wrapped up in a virgin, womb, a seed from the Holy Ghost, born into Bethlehem's major, lived 33 and a half years in this world, preached to sinners, loved sinners, fed sinners, healed sinners, and then died for sinners. He hung on Calvary's brow, suspended between heaven and hell. He shed his life's blood, but three days later, hallelujah, he come up out of the grave victorious over death, hell, and the grave, and he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life, hallelujah, and he lives, he lives, he lives, I know he lives, and he lives within my heart, hallelujah. And it cures heart trouble, doesn't it? Living in this world today, you do not have to fear, because I wanna tell you, we have hope in this hour. Let's all stand. If you're here tonight, you got a burden, you don't have to come because I'm giving the invitation, but if you need to come, I want you to come. You got a burden tonight, you have a need, you got a fear, you got a trouble, then do what this songwriter said. Take that burden to the Lord and just leave it there. Put it on the altar.